Hello, friends. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. For anyone who did not make it to FYA and wanted a cable statement of pride shirt, pre-orders are available at FromWithinRecords.com. They will be available until 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, Saturday, January 21st. So please go pre-order one before it's too late. These will not be printed again. If you're not listening to the From Within Records podcast, they just dropped a new episode today. Please boot up your Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, wherever. Click that subscribe button. They do an awesome job over there. And if you're not following From Within Records on social media, please boot up your Twitter, your Instagram. Click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. If you're looking for high quality merch for your band, for your business, please hit up my friends over at Good Fortune Printing out of Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. You can follow them on Instagram at Good Fortune Printing, or you can get in contact with them through email, contact at goodfortuneprinting.com. You can thank me later. On today's episode, we had to track down our good friend Eric Larson, plays in a new band called Stateside. Awesome pop punk from out here in Orange County. I'm super stoked to see them doing cool stuff. They just did a three day run with Spirit Dive. They played in San Diego, Las Vegas and Los Angeles. And I'm fortunate enough to have been able to get both bands back together for a show this upcoming Thursday at Program Sun Title and House and Home are on tour and they're coming through Orange County, which I'm so excited for. I really enjoy both those bands and shout out to my buddy Josh White from Florida for hooking me up with that show. But both bands coming through program and also on the bill will be Spirit Dive, Stateside and Pop Free. So please roll out Thursday night at program show starts at 7 p.m. 15 bucks at the door get there on time, support every band on the bill. And I'm so excited to see all the bands. So I hope all of you can make it out. But I wanted to track down Eric and just hear more about Stateside. They dropped their their EP, their demo, uh, Bitter Spring, back in November of 2022. And the reception has been awesome uh, locally from my perspective. I got to see them uh, more recently at Program, and I was blown away at the response kids showed up sang along and just went off for the band and it's really refreshing to see that kind of support given to a newer band in the scene so for everyone who showed up and participated it's awesome and it's always a good sign when a new band is able to show up and have that kind of reaction so early on in their career so i'm really pumped on stateside like I said, that's why I reached out to Eric to to have him on to hear more about the band. It was awesome to be able to talk to him and hear about all the current stuff going on with them. So for anyone who has gone to this point who's not familiar with Stateside, please, I encourage you to hit pause, go boot up your Apple Music, your Spotify, your YouTube, Bandcamp, whatever, and go stream their demo ep bitter spring it's awesome it's two original songs in a jimmy eat world cover i seriously love what they're doing and i can't wait to see them do more in the future they're such an awesome band 
some good friends and it's, it's just awesome to have a new band out here doing cool stuff so like i said for anyone who's not familiar at this point please hit pause and go listen to bitter spring come back here listen to eric and i break down the demo talk about video games you know the drill so please strap in enjoy this conversation without further ado welcome eric larson to the show podcast eric how's it going what's up chilling how are you uh yeah doing all right uh but i'm, I'm happy to have you back on the podcast uh, the main reason why i wanted to have you on today is you play in a newer band called stateside so i, I just want to hear everything about stateside so i hope you're ready oh well, i'm ready i got my uh my scrolls with my lore <laughs> all, all ready to go <laughs> Okay, uh, because I, I remember, and I'm trying to think, because uh, I'm always hearing about people starting new projects, so I'm not really sure which project is which, but I remember getting asked if Stateside could do a couple songs, uh, you basically play a set at uh, one of the shows that I, but I can't, I'm pretty sure it was the last Straw show, right, if I, if I remember correctly? uh yeah i think i think that sounds right yeah and that that was my first uh like or my earliest memory of stateside but from your perspective uh when did uh, you or ben or whoever um, came up with the idea to start this band yeah so it's been like it's kind of it's kind of been like a long time like uh we'll do that eventually kind of thing with like me and Danny, who used to be in Take It to Heart, um, me and him at one point, like when we first started jamming with that band, we're like, you know, we should do an emo project someday. But like, just, you know, someday, because we, I don't know, we're both like super into that style. And, uh, and then, you know, Ben, Ben like loves Taking Back Sunday and shit. So like, you know, I knew, I knew he likes the style. Um, and that's just been like a back burner thought for a long time. And then, and then like me and Lemus uh, met because we were working at the same job for a little while. And literally one day I like, I was listening to the starting line at work and I just like left my phone open on my desk and he like happened to walk by and was like, Oh, I love that band. And I was like, Oh, word. Like, that's cool. And he was like, dude, I've always wanted to like do a project like that. And then that like wire just kind of like connected. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, well, I've got, I've got people who also want to do that. So, you know, like, let's, let's give it a shot. That's wild for Lemus yeah. being nosy, just snooping around, yeah, having to literally. walk by, glance at your phone, which I get it. It's hard not to be curious and look at somebody's phone if it's unlocked and open. Yeah. It's just funny, like by by chance, I just like didn't hit the lock button, and now we're all in a band, you know. 
Yeah. And before that, uh, obviously, you guys uh, worked together, like you mentioned, but was there a, you know, a friendship there before or anything, or was it just coworkers at that time? Oh, so we, we met like at work, literally like my first day back at work for after like a tour or something, he had started working there while I was gone. And like, we met that day and take it to heart and his band Serenity, we're going to be playing show together. But I, I like, I didn't know anyone from, from Serenity. Mm-hmm. So like, it was like one of the first days back. He's like, Oh, like you play in that band, right? Like take it to heart. And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. He's like, Oh, we're playing a show together. I'm like, Oh, cool. And then, like, just after that, you know, we, by working together and, like, just kind of, you know, being around, we, we became, like, pretty fast friends. Um, and then by the time we were starting the band, it was like, yeah, we're, we're definitely, like, homies at that point, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I've, I've, I've known Lemus for a bit, and I, I met him in a really strange way as well. Um, mm-hmm. But he's, he's always been super supportive and uh, a, a good friend. And I was a fan of his, uh, you know one of his older bands. Um, and I, I was really sad to see them hanging up. But over the years, just seeing him in different projects and him even showing me some of like some solo stuff that he'd been working on. I was just kind of waiting for him to, you know, find something or finally step out and do it. Because I, I remember for, for a while he was frustrated that he had these ideas and these songs, but nobody to to play them with him and I, I always told him like dude I, i'm sure if you because he's talented enough I, I told him like dude just record some shit and i'm sure you can find people that i'm sure a lot of people like the same shit that you do so it wouldn't be that hard so it, it's cool all these years later to see this project and with him with a, a bunch of you know great musicians and also you, know, you guys are all writing good music i'm a, a fan of the the ep uh, i was actually really surprised because I wasn't sure what it was going to be like. Obviously, I, I heard all the rumblings, people talking about it. But when you guys released it last year, I was like, oh, this is actually cool. We have something new and different. And I, I was actually I'm pretty stoked to, to, you know, actually have you just see a, a newer band pop up and be like, all right, cool. There's something you know bright ahead for all of us. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. That's sick. That's sick. Um, yeah, he like it's funny because like he obviously like I knew him through serenity. Like that was the band that I knew him for. So I was like, I was like, Oh, like Lemus is like all about, you know, like disembodied worship, you know, like that's like his bag. And then he told me he wants to do a project like the starting line. And I'm like, Oh, like, like what would you want to do in it? And he goes, Oh, I'd like, I want to sing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Like, do you have any, like recordings, like, let me hear your voice. He sent me like a little iPhone thing. And I was instantly like, yeah, like you got it. <laughs> You're the guy, you know, like he is, he is an incredibly talented singer, like musician in general, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it was, I was shocked. Yeah. And so he sees the starting line unlocked on your phone and how long is the process from there? Do you have to hit up the, the group chatter, you have to get in contact with Ben. What, what's the process there after you talk to Lemus at work? Literally like that day, I like texted Danny and Ben. I was like, yo, you guys want to do like a, an email project? Like, do you want to actually do it? And they were like, yeah, sure. Like we're down to jam. Uh, and, and I know Lemus, I, I think I, I didn't know Kai until we started playing together 
Um, but I think, I think Ben had met Kai before and like Lemus and Kai were friends. And it was like maybe a week before, you know, we had, me and Lemus had talked about, you know, like that day when he's like, Oh, I want to do a project like that, that Kai had texted him just out of the blue being like, we should do a band. And Kai loves this style too. So it just somehow <laughs> all of those, like all of that came together pretty quickly. Like we essentially like maybe within a week of deciding we wanted to do it. Lemus is like, Oh, like send me some, like send me some guitar parts, like send me some riffs. Like, what do you got? I send him some stuff. He's like into it. We all like get together to jam maybe within a couple weeks of the idea. And we like first time we play together, right? Lock it when you leave. Like, and we all were like, okay, cool. Like, that's a, that's a cool song. I think we're going to keep doing this. Because, <laughs> like, no, no, none of us expected it to be, like, oh, we're actually going to be, like, invested and, like, want to do it in any kind of serious capacity. But then we, we just immediately and, like, so naturally wrote a song that we were all proud of, you know. And so, so that, that just kind of cemented it, really. And what year was this? Was this this was this was the beginning of twenty twenty two. So we let's see. I got back in September, so that's when I like that's when I met Lemus was like towards the end of twenty twenty one. And then maybe I think this I think this all started in like it's like beginning of twenty twenty two. So it's like you know, February, March, and we're, and we're like starting to write songs. Okay. So start at the beginning of the year and you ended it with the actual release of the, the demo or the EP, whatever you would call it. Yeah. Okay. And, and for, for people who are listening, who may not be familiar, Kai's the drummer. Yes. Kai is our drummer. Okay. That, that's crazy to hear that. Uh, Lock it when you leave was the first song that you guys wrote. Cause yeah. That's my favorite song. If I'm being honest, I, I like when I listen to that. I'm like, okay, this is this is a vibe. If they just continue in this direction, we, we could definitely have something special here. Yeah, totally. Um, it's funny we we did that song, and then there was this this other idea that we had, but we we just got so stuck on it for like months. We were trying to figure out this one song. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that eventually we had to just like give it up and then we wrote bitter spring <laughs> like and then but that idea is going to come back on our next release but like yeah we i mean yeah we're we're definitely continuing in that direction with these newer songs more similar to locket okay i would say and I, there was a cover set that you guys were supposed to play and i remember uh, I forget what happened. I think like a band dropped and it was like a, a venue that I wasn't familiar with. So I couldn't make it, but I, mm. I, I ever since then I, I've been wanting to hear some, uh, you know, fallout boy covers from you guys. And I'm just curious that you, you know, that this is coming out, um, uh, tomorrow. So the, the show, uh, on Thursday with house and home and sun title, mm. what kind of coverage are you guys going to be playing? Please tell me that there's a fallout boy one. We, so the thing about the Fall Out Boy ones is there's maybe an, like 
half to an entire LP of Fallout Boy songs that we could cover on a dime. <laughs> so like we've been covering Dead on Arrival. Like on this week, this uh, weekend run, we just did with Spirit Dive. We were covering Dead on Arrival, uh, and that that one's a lot of fun. But like we could do Tell That Make. We could do you know a couple songs from Cork Tree. Like okay, send me the list. Let me pick one because I I want to hear right. it. Okay. Okay. All right. I will send you the list. Um, yeah, we've also been we've also been thinking about doing Save the Day. Um, and there's a there is one there's one cover I'm not gonna spoil yet, but we're gonna play it uh, when when we play with Praise at the Che Cafe. So for the hardcore kids, awesome. Okay, and speaking of covers, the uh, you know obviously the the last song of the demo is a cover. Why'd you go with? Uh, that band over any other band because obviously we're talking about uh, Fallout Boy. You could have easily done a Fallout Boy cover, uh, and I'm speaking about uh, you know, the Jimmy World cover. But uh, why did you go with that band over the other ones? I think so. We were there was a lot of like back and forth on what cover we wanted to do. Originally, we were going to do um, what was that song? We were going to do a Fallout Boy song. Um, it was going to be uh, Gin Joints off of cork tree mm-hmm. um and we like we practiced it and we like got it down and then like one of the there was a couple other like things like a couple other suggestions up in the air like there was a finch song there was a couple of jimmy world songs and i think a couple of us so that that song is from their record clarity and at least a couple of us like me and lemus for sure had never really listened to the earlier Jimmy world records. And for whatever reason, like last year, it's just like, we, we checked them out because we were going to be doing covers and they just like really hit us in a very specific, like way, you know, they, they hit us in a way that we were like, okay, yeah, we have to do the Jimmy world cover, you know? Um, and like, it just suited us really well. It was, it was like easy enough, but still, fun and it, it was just like yeah it just felt right i think that's what it came down to okay yeah no for sure for sure it sounds like a time and place thing and yeah totally and i'm surprised uh, you haven't even talked about or maybe maybe you have a, doing a starting line cover since that was kind of what sparked this whole thing oh yeah you know that's funny that was actually that was the original idea too uh we were gonna do um what's the name of that song something some off the first record we were gonna do a, a starting line cover that was the original idea mm-hmm. and then it was kind of like oh but what if we did this what if we did this <laughs> and we all just ended up being like if everyone was equally excited about the jimmy world song you know what i mean there was like debate about all the other ones but everyone was like oh yeah no that, that's that's a great song let's do that okay crazy um and i'm curious uh, starting line did uh, like a, a couple live sets uh you know filmed by hate five six have you had a chance to check those out yeah i've uh we're, are you talking about the uh when they like re-released the records and did like the full full live sets or just like any live set yeah the the, the one where they like re-release i didn't get a chance to check those out Okay, you should. They're they're awesome. Yeah. Uh, that band has been good, like for their whole career. Like I love that band yeah. so much. Totally. Oh, that that band got like dealt dealt the worst hand ever. Like there's there's interviews with him where he's talking about like, oh yeah, like 
you know, we signed to this major label and then all of a sudden, like it's getting bought out by all these other companies and the people who were at the label at the time who liked us aren't there anymore. Like everyone's fired. Our whole team is gone. And then they're like putting out a record the same day as Paramore. And it's like, like misery business comes out when their record's supposed to come out. Like, yeah, they just, they got such a bad hand, but that, that band is incredible. <clears throat> yeah. I, I think they're timeless. It's, it's crazy. But, uh, going back to the, the demo, uh, when I saw the cover for the first time, I was like, huh, that little girl looks like Kelly and I come to find it. It actually is Kelly. So I was like, okay, th- yeah. that, that, that makes total sense. Uh, and how did you land on that? Cause I think the, the cover is, is awesome. Cause you, you could have gone in a million different directions, but, uh, how did you land on that photo, uh, for that being the cover? So we, that is like one of the biggest disagreements in our band is like, album artwork <laughs> like we, like none of us like the same style of artwork mm-hmm. um but me and danny like a long time ago the first time i saw that photo of kelly we like we both were like oh this would this would make like cool album artwork like it's just like a it's like a cool picture um and and so like we were we were playing around with these songs and i was like oh here we go we got to do it like we got to use it and uh like there was some resistance but i think ultimately like everyone was like yeah that's like it's pretty much a good a good vibe like it's a it fits it fits the what we're going for especially with this first release and like with the uh you know the cursive lettering and like just making it feel reminiscent you know making it feel like familiar mm-hmm. you know yeah, and, and the the cursive is interesting too because that's like who the hell writes in cursive these days or even anymore because everything's all yeah. di- like you know digital, so you, you rarely see that stuff. Yeah, that's actually a hand uh, hand written by Kelly as well. Oh, really? Wow, I, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, so, interesting. Shout out, shout out, Kelly. Okay, that that's a nice little fun <laughs> fact there. That, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, and. Lock it when you leave. There was a, a piece of merch that you guys printed. I'm assuming it was for this uh, run that you guys kind of wrapped up on. I'm curious, mm-hmm. are, are there any leftovers? Because I need a lock it when you leave in large. Oh, there are there are plenty of leftovers. You you got it. Okay, awesome. Well, we'll see it on Thursday. But want to go back and uh, talk about this west coast run and whenever i see west coast run i'm like my automatic thought is like okay where's the orange county date Mm -hmm. whose idea was this to go san diego vegas to la seems kind of like a crazy like triangle route uh yeah who planned this (laughs) okay so this was supposed to be a much more extensive run okay um our original planning was lit like a like a proper like west coast like bottom to top like mm-hmm. we were going to do san diego probably orange county well here the plan was like san diego bay area like portland seattle and then like you know vancouver maybe and then even like you know um boise uh salt lake city and then like back like maybe Vegas and then back to Orange County, like finish in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, we couldn't, 
too, like a lot of things just kind of fell through. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think we got, or especially me, I got too ambitious thinking that like a band who has two original songs released um, and only a couple shows under their belt would like, you know, be able to, you know, really get a proper like extent, you know, full like 10 day run going. Um, but yeah. And we were having trouble, like, you know, we were, we were hitting up a lot of our friends just being like, you know, would you guys be interested in doing this? Could you even do it? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we started planning it just like with a little, just not, not enough time because we started planning it around, I would say when the demo was going to be coming out. So that's only a couple months out, you know? Yeah. Um, and we just didn't, we just didn't give ourselves enough time uh, to really like properly do it. And so a lot of our friends were like, ah, you know, too short notice, can't do it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then spirit dive, you know, told us they wanted to do it. And they really helped us out. Honestly, we probably wouldn't have even had a run if they hadn't, help us out with booking it. Um, so, you know, shout out spirit dive for sure. But yeah, that's, so that's the original plan was a much more like full West coast run. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, obviously for people who may not know, you guys have played Vegas before mm-hmm. and being a, a newer band and going back to, uh, another scene, a different state, could you see the growth and uh, a better reaction from your first time around? Uh, it's funny you say that. No, <laughs> it was actually a worse show than the first time. How? Like uh, just as far as like attendance, <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun though. Like we like shout out Gabe and, and everyone over there for like having us out. We really, really enjoyed it. Um, but it was, yeah, it was like, I think it was just like, cause it was, I think it's all cause it was just last minute. You know what I mean? Like we, we ended up playing to like, you know, a couple people like coming through from the bar, just kind of on their way out and like the other bands, you know, it was one of those kind of nights. Um, but we had a lot of fun. So, you know, a show the show can't, can't, uh, complain really. Yeah. I'm, I'm really surprised and, and, and curious cause now that I think about it, um, I wonder if the those crossover genres, because obviously stateside spirit dive, not hardcore, but everyone involved is hardcore. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure if uh, their scene is uh, you know in tune or even likes that other type of music. Because I, I know back in the day mm-hmm. they, they used to have one really popular pop punk band, uh, which I don't even know if anybody. Well, I know my friends who are still around in Vegas would know about them, but I don't even know if the New York kids would even care. But I, I never even really thought about that, like that type of music going to like that hardcore scene. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think, you know, it's all about putting in the time, you know? So eventually, eventually I think, I think we'll have some good, some good shows in Vegas. There's awesome, awesome people out there. It was also just, you know, it was raining. It mm-hmm. was, you know, it was a whole thing. So no, uh, I'm I'm confident it'll get better for sure. Okay, and what was the San Diego show like? The San Diego show was was awesome. It was like all friends, um, you know, 
it was it was really really cool um shout out everyone who was there it was probably one of the coolest coolest shows i've played Mm -hmm. and like in a while and that was at the shea cafe you played there before right i actually hadn't oh really yeah amazingly um i've been there a couple times but never played Mm -hmm. so shout out shea cafe because they showed us a really really good time (laughs) And I'm surprised that more shows don't happen there because I, I, I see bands touring down in San Diego, but I, I haven't been seeing the Shea Cafe posted up a lot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's such a legendary venue. I'm not, I'm not too sure why it's kind of been sparse lately. It, it's probably, you know, pandemic stuff, you know. Um, I'm sure they you know, kind of waited to open their doors for a, a little longer than maybe some other venues did. Mm-hmm. So, but I think they're going to be ramping back up. Uh, I mean, cause I mean, stateside's playing there again in March. So, you know, that's already a, a good handful, a good couple shows, you know, coming through. And where did you guys play at in LA? Cause I could not find anything on that show. So we played at this, uh, this spot called Rick's bar. Uh, it's in Maywood, so it's kind of near like Norwalk, mm-hmm. like over in that area. Who was on that bill? Um, so that was uh, obviously you know Stateside Spirit Dive, mm-hmm. and then this band called Fracture from LA, uh, and they're they're really cool. Uh, and this band called Bad Spring was also really cool, very cool like rock band. Wow. Did they know anything about the Bitter Spring? <laughs> you know, I think they might, there might be a connection there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you, you mentioned March and you mentioned that praise show, which is awesome because for, for praise to come back out to the West coast, they're not a super active band. The last record they put out was awesome, but to see them come yeah, back and uh, play these smaller venues, I was like, Oh, this is crazy. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, how did you guys get asked to play the San Diego show? So, uh, our friends who books there um, kind of let us know that it was coming through and just thought we would be a good fit. Um, mm-hmm. And so obviously, you know, we're, we're very thankful for that. Um, I think everyone in the band like really likes, like really loves praise and like, we're all super stoked to be playing with them. Yeah. Super, super awesome band. And I, you know, I got hit up. They're like, uh, people are asking me who's on the program date. And I'm like, Oh, I, I didn't book it. I was like, I'm pretty sure it was Madison um, from fury who booked it. You know, Madison brain dead fury. Yeah. So I was like, uh, ask him. Cause I'm just as curious because I've been, yeah. been hearing some rumblings, but I'm just, I literally have no idea. Uh, I don't really care who it is uh, just to see praise and program. Yeah. I'm super down. Oh yeah. I'll be there. But uh, you know, what up? Stateside on the bill. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> We're available. Yeah, th- that that would be sick. But uh, I was very happy that uh, Stateside and Spirit Dive uh, were down to get back together just a couple of days later for this Sun Title and House and Home show. So I, I, I'm really grateful for both bands to be able to do it, especially Spirit Dive um, on a shorter notice because I, obviously I, I reached out to you guys uh, way ahead of time but for them they're a last minute addition so i'm pretty stoked on that yeah it's gonna be awesome 
uh, it'll be good to kick it with them again. They're super, they're all great dudes. Uh, yeah. And thank you for, uh, you know, asking us to play it. It's going to be a fun time. Come out. Yeah. Thursday program. This Thursday program tickets at the door. You know, I was on the phone with Kenny. Uh, it's me peeling back the curtains. Uh, I was on the phone with Kenny while he was at work uh, at program and mm-hmm. some random customer walked in and, and I, and I could hear this person in the, like, you know, in the background and they're like, Hey, do you guys have any uh, house and home tickets available? And Kenny told the guy, he was like, Oh, he's like, I'm actually on the phone with the guy who booked the show. Let me ask. And I was like, no, there's no like advanced tickets. You have to buy it at the door. And customer eventually left and i asked kenny i'm like was that a hardcore kid like who was that and he's like honestly i don't think so i've never seen this kid before in my life i'm pretty sure he was like a house and home like actual like fan so i was like oh that's crazy that uh random people are coming in and asking for tickets for this show so i'm I'm hoping it's going to pop off on thursday yeah i hope so i i uh i'm sure i'm sure it's gonna be good no matter what I will say that is that is like one really cool thing that's been happening recently. I've noticed it's like, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm getting older, but there's a lot of people I don't know at shows now. You know, there's a lot of new faces, excited faces, you know, like mm-hmm. people who are really, who are really stoked to just like be part of something, you know, and that's, that's like a, I don't know, it, it's really cool. Yeah. That's why whenever I uh, book these shows at program, like whenever, it ends or even when people come and buy tickets, I just try to make them feel welcome. You know? Yeah. Like I'm not like some like hard ass dude at the door just taking money. It's like, no, oh, hey, welcome. Thanks yeah. for thanks for coming out. Like your money's going to the bands, to the venue. Like I'm happy they're happy. And then even at the end, I always tell everybody, yo, get home safe. Uh, you know, so you can make it back to the next one. So yeah, it, it, it is cool. Cause honestly, yeah, when I'm there at the door with Andy, majority of the people I don't even fucking know, which is fine by me because obviously like have like my circle of friends whatever but when i'm seeing like new kids funnel in and i'm always you know scoping out like what merch they're wearing to see what bands are like you know they're into and i always ask like oh like where'd you get that or like where are you from just because it's, it's always yeah it's, it's it's crazy when uh you know people find out about you know something that we're doing and it's just like you know how, like how did you find out about it and it's just like oh mm-hmm. you know like random people like reposting the flyer, which is cool. That's like my favorite thing is when I see when I get like notifications and people like, you know, reposting flyers like and we're not like no mutuals. They just somehow came across it and they're just as stoked on it. That's really awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm glad things are things are picking up, you know? Yeah, we just need more bands. Yeah, totally. Start a band. Anyone listening right now? Yes. Start a band. Anyone if listening? You want to play music? You can just hit up Eric. He'll play guitar for your band. Anyone, everyone, any any genre, any genre. Yeah, you know. Speaking of genre, I I do like that state side is popping up in the time that it is now because when you look at bands that are like killing it, when when you look at a band like Koyo, a band like Standstill, they're able to uh, I, not really like redefine the genre, but just kind of, I feel like breathe new life into it. Cause for the, cause I've been loving that kind of music since I was a, a, a teenager, but I felt like it had grown stale and I was just kind of reverting back to the albums I've been listening to all my life. But when bands like Koyo and Standstill pop up and even bands like Anxious, I'm just like, dude, this is awesome. And, and even now with stateside, I'm like, okay, this is like when I get into, like, I, I want to find like a, a good pop punk band that 
you know, hits those, uh, you know, feels from like back in the day. That's what I feel like when I listen to lock it, when you leave. So it, it's cool to finally have something on the West coast. And, and this is like, obviously like early days for you guys. So I'm, I'm really curious to see where you guys go from here, but it's just cool to have something out here. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely a style that's been like kind of gone, maybe mm -hmm. not gone, but less, you know, less people have been not less interested in it, but less interested in playing it, you know, for some time. I'd say maybe even since like Finch um, or like, you know, up until like maybe even like seasons change, you know. Mm -hmm. um, great band. Yeah, great band. Uh, but I think now with, with the rise of bands like Toyo and Anxious and like Stand Still and, and all, all these bands that are, you know, just, how do I say, making it not like cool, but like making it like, you know, they don't, they're just playing music that they enjoy and you can enjoy melodic music and hard music. You know what I mean? Like you mm -hmm. can be a hardcore kid and enjoy melodic music. You know, it's like so much that you want to play it so much that you want to like push it, you know? And like, it's cool to see people just letting themselves like what they like, you know, mm -hmm. and not trying to, and not being embarrassed you know, like, I think there's a level of like, not necessarily stigma, but like, you know, it's a, it's a genre that gets clowned on. It's a genre that gets, you know, written off for being soft, you know, but it's cool to see people not really letting that stop them anymore. You know, it's, it's cool. And it's, I think it's inspiring a lot of people to just be like, yeah, I've always liked this and I, it's okay to talk about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, like I said, bands like Stateside, Spirit Dive, even bands like Pop Free, Pile of Love, um, you know, just different styles. I, I, I think it's cool to see these newer bands and uh, for us to have other options because the Sun Title and House and Home tour came through and I didn't want to put on any like heavier bands. I was like, let's there's more bands out there. Right. So I, I wanted to do something different and I'm happy with the lineup that we have. And I, I hope people see this lineup. I hope people come out and get inspired. And, and if they're not already working on shit, I, I hope people start and, you know, start playing that type of music. Yeah, me too. And like, just you know the more people are are in it the more people are doing it the more well-rounded the scene is going to be you know what i mean like with bands like soft blue shimmer pop free like you said you know pile of love there's you know there's a lot of like even like ridgeway it's becoming like a very well-rounded scene mm -hmm. yeah because when i look at other scenes and i'm just like wow they and I don't even think it's by design. It's just that there's just so many creative people that they ha have a band from like every genre. And it's crazy when you see these bands come together and they're all friends and there's these crazy mixed bills. I'm like, damn, like that's so awesome. I, I can't wait for, uh, you know, to see more of that out here. Yeah, for sure. I am, I am extremely pro mixed bill. Yeah. It makes for a very interesting night, you know? 
It's true. And I, I like it because uh, I feel like a lot of people just aren't in tune or maybe just not even familiar with different genres. So to be able to put on a, a mixed bill and just expose people to something that they may not have checked out on their own time, or maybe their circle of friends aren't even listening or these bands aren't even on their, you know, friends radar. So they're just, you know, they just keep missing these bands. So to, to put them on a mixed bill and have them all in the same room and that maybe be their first experience and just kind of, you know, they might click with that more than they even would have ever thought. Yeah, totally. It's yeah, totally. It's all about introducing people, you know, so trying things you haven't tried before, maybe checking out a band that you wouldn't have before because you saw them live. Yeah. That's, or that's cool. That's, that's how you expand. That's how you, you know, that's how you keep a, a scene alive. You know, it's true. Like uh, just, just showing up is the bare minimum. And there's been plenty of times, you know, that's how I got into major pain. Uh, you know, I, mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, heard rumblings. Oh, there's this, this new like younger Orange County band, and I remember showing up to like a random gig that they're playing at with program, and I didn't know any of the bands, uh, but I just wanted to go do like my own research and see if they were even worth like my time. And I went and checked them out. And I was like, okay, these guys definitely have potential, and you know, all solid kids doing cool shit for the scene so i was definitely happy that i went out and checked them out that day yeah absolutely absolutely and that's and that's i think there's a lot of people doing that right now you know you see people just coming to shows that you don't know because there's a show you know it's i don't know it's cool getting a lot more people into it yeah, hundred uh, percent. I feel like that's the, the main reason why I always because I love it whenever I go and not, not even to like a show, but even like when I step into like any place of business. And if they make me feel welcome, I'm like, OK, it, it, it obviously that, that makes my experience already off to like a really good start. So that's why that's something that I, I really try to uh, focus on and emphasize like when I'm there at the door with Andy, I'm just like, all right, like I want to be nice, even though like generally I'm, I'm a nice person, I'm not like an asshole, like off camera or anything, whatever. Yeah. But like, I, I always just want to make people feel welcome. Like, cause I don't know these people, but for them to take the time out of their day to, you know, to put up their money to come to the show, it's like, all right, like I feel like that's the least I could do is be nice to them, you know? But like, I just want everybody to, totally. to, to feel welcome and to have a good time. That's like the, the thing that I, I, I like really care about. Cause I want them to walk away and, you know, be fans of these bands or discover new music and then just tell their friends like, holy shit, I, I went out to program show was fucking awesome. Like, I, I want to go back to Orange County. I want to go back to program. I want to see these bands. Yeah, totally. You know, that's yeah, I, I think you're that's that's awesome. Like being inviting and welcoming just keeps people coming back. Keeps keeps it growing, keeps it, you know, going, keeps it. And then who knows, maybe that kid that you were nice to that one night is going to start the next biggest band. You know what I mean? It's like, because you were cool to him and you made, let, like, let it be known that this is a place that he is welcome at. Mm -hmm. Or they are, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Because uh, the, the last thing I want to do is try to turn people off of what we're doing, right? Because this is something that I, I always say all the time, this doesn't like, I don't want this to end with me. I, I want this to continue after I'm long and gone. I, I want this to be sustainable and have uh, the, the younger generation, uh, you know, kind of see that this is something that they could be a part of something that they could help continue to grow. 
because this is like I, i've never wanted like wanted to be like too cool or, or anything if 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 you're just normal come support the scene and genuinely care about it that's all i care about yeah absolutely 100 okay uh well with stateside you briefly mentioned new music earlier and i don't want to pry too much but can we expect something is here we are still in january 2023 Uh, can we expect something before the end of the year or uh, do you guys have solid plans yeah so if everything goes according to plan i mean you can expect new music very soon Mm -hmm. um we are I mean, I don't think there's any reason I can't talk about it, but um, we're we're tracking. Uh, we're going to be recording an EP next month um, with with our friend Zach Touche, uh, and yeah, I mean, there's no label, there's no reason for it not to be out in the spring. Mm-hmm. And who is Zach Touche? Because the the demo is recorded um, and produced by Ben, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ben. Ben did our our demo. We just did it at his house. Um, Zach is he's a uh, producer, uh, like engineer. He worked on he's worked on a lot of stuff. Um, I think uh, notably he he just did the Zulu record. Mm-hmm. Um, he did he did the Dare record. He did um, I'm trying to think what else what other stuff he's done. He's done a bunch of stuff. He's and he's he's the homie. He's the best. Okay. Well, I'm I'm really curious to see uh, and hear uh, the new production because I, I thought Ben did a really good job because uh, I knew he was dabbling with it, but I didn't know the extent of his capabilities. But when I found out he recorded the demo, I'm like, oh, this actually sounds good. Yeah, I mean, he he recorded it. Uh, he like engineered it, mixed it. Um, I mean, we sent it off to someone else to get it mastered if i remember correctly but yes uh, yeah Rolly. He, he did yeah Rolly. that's right he did pretty much most of the production work on that um and he did a great job i think there's just there's just like certain things that we don't get in like an echo chamber you know what i mean mm-hmm. um like when when you're recording a mu- the music with the people who wrote it and there's no third party at all. Like I'm very proud of how the songs came out, but I do think maybe having an outside perspective, a producer perspective, um, maybe could push us to, you know, just get to that next level of songwriting and, and everything we want to do. Okay. And speaking of that, like how do you guys grow as a band um, from the demo to the next release? Like, are you striving to try to, uh, lock in that sound even more or do you guys want to get a little more experimental and uh, do it a little different so i will say i think i think everything is like catchier everything is i mean i think the songs are just better um there's more maybe just like some pretty straightforward rock stuff uh and like but still still in the in the style um but we're definitely like i don't know i think we're kind of expanding in like every direction Mm -hmm. like every influence we pulled from before 
we're just going further, you know? For sure. Yeah, I really appreciate that you guys put up the lyrics on Bandcamp. So I was able to, you know, just check it out, see see what uh, Lemus is working with. Uh, yeah. And there's just one line that I that was awesome. It's in uh, Lock and When You Leave, the um, uh, the forget romances, forget cross stars. In the end, we're nothing more than beautiful silhouettes passing in cars. I was like, damn, that's like I, I'm like sitting here just thinking about like, what does that really mean? But I was like, it sounds so awesome. This is this is the kind of shit that, that I love. Yeah. Um, you know what? I have to I have to uh, take credit for that one. That's oh, like one of the few lyrics that <laughs> I, I contributed um, to the record. But yeah, that one that was me. I think literally. I mean, if you want to get into maybe what that means, it's like I think when I when I was thinking about it, um, you know, it's there's a I don't know if you've ever had this experience where you're alone you're maybe you're i mean in this specific case you're driving and you look over in the car next to you and you can't really make out who or what is going on in the car but you're like you have this feeling of like you know like uh there's this person has an, uh, a life you know this person has their own experiences their own problems their own successes they have you know I hope what I hope is a, a beautiful life for them. Um, and in the end, that's, you know, that's all you can, that's all you can hope for, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all you can wish upon others is just, you know, that they're a, a beautiful silhouette in a passing car, you know? Um, yeah, that's, that was, so that one, that one was me. <laughs> yeah. And I, I really do appreciate the, the backup vocals, right? Because it, like it's not just Lemus singing, but also there's um, th- there's at least two other people singing and doing backup stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's our, our friends uh, AJ and Ethan who play in uh, CU Space Cowboy. Mm-hmm. That's they, awesome. Uh, yeah, they came through. They came through and they killed it. Shout out, shout out to them. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good vibe, but um, it, it it is interesting when I do uh, think about other people because there's so many people in this world and part of me, I was like, I, I wonder like, and it's, it's always like when I see people like randomly walking down the street, I'm just like, how, why are they walking? Where are they going? Like, what does their day consist of? Cause for me, I'm just like, I need to go get a coffee or maybe do a podcast or something. And these things are like super important to me. Um, and I'm always just like really curious, like what is, what's important to that random person? Do they even care about life? Yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's that, that realization that like, everyone's lives are just, are just as complicated as ours and just as intricate, you know, hundred percent. That realization that, you know, everyone has, yeah, everyone has just as much going on as you. For sure. Yeah. That, that's why I but, never, <laughs> I, I never try to be too judgmental because you, you never know what people are going through or, um, you know, because because I, I went to like a, a convention yesterday, and, and there's like so many people that I'm just like, you know, these people are fucking weird. <laughs> you know, just like looking at, at people and just uh, seeing, uh, you know, what, what I perceive. But then I, I always had to have to take a step back. I'm like, okay, now I'm just being an asshole. 
because um, maybe this is like their highlight, right? They've been waiting for this convention. And but to me, it's just like I, I showed up, I bought an awesome candle. I, I paid a, a lot of money for like these like, you know, uh, cards that nobody even cares about. But I was like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, maybe I, maybe I'm the fucking weirdo. Um, but but it's, it's, it's always just so interesting to, to me because I'm just like this event is, is just another convention to me. But to, to somebody here, this is like, holy shit, we finally made it type moment, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's why, like, uh, as I've gotten older, I I, I try not to be uh, too too judgmental and just try to focus on being happy and enjoying my own life because there, there's so much shit going on where it's like to, to to waste time and my own energy to to care about like what other people are doing, especially other people that I don't even know or, or even like, you know. So it's just like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. But okay, and uh, you have a PlayStation, right? If, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and seeing everybody uh, like these past couple of days talk about The Last of Us, which I'm gonna be clear, I wasn't the biggest fan of the game. I honestly think it's overrated. But I'm. Oh, hot take. Is that hot take? I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I never played it, but if you said that to Kelly, yeah, that's a hot take. Oh. <laughs> he, he said The Last of Us was overrated. <laughs> wait is, is kelly gonna be there on thursday that, that's the real question are you coming to the show on thursday we're playing a program she's gonna yell at you okay all right awesome but my real question is have you had a chance to watch the show because like to my surprise i i was not um in favor i didn't really care but mm. seeing it get like rave reviews, I'm like, oh wow, a video game like adaptation is actually good. And um, obviously, I, I take reviews and stuff with a grain of salt. I like to, you know, whether it's a good review or a bad review, I still like to go and check it out for myself to see how I like it and interpret it. But to see it just get high praise across the board, I'm like, wow, like I didn't like the game that much. I wonder if I'll enjoy the TV show more. Yeah, totally. I mean, we literally are like the episode is paused right now. We were watching it right before we started this. Mm -hmm. um, and so far, I mean, I have no context from it, from the game at all. But the show is like, it's I mean, it's pretty good. It's like, it's very, as I'm sure the games are like super emotional. Like mm -hmm. There's this gnarly part right at the beginning. Um yeah it's not no spoilers but it is, it is the beginning of the game so if you've never if you've played the game you know the, the part but it's gnarly and it like goes further like kelly was telling me it goes further um they draw it out more so it's like more sad yeah it's like more sad and drawn out mm -hmm. in this like tv show than it is in the game and she was like oh my god <laughs> like had to like look away <laughs> um but yeah so far it's so far it's sick yeah, I I like that it's doing well because it, it's going to show that there there is a possibility to have like a video game adaptation be good because people may not remember, but comic book movies weren't always as good as they are today. Like if you go back and watch like Daredevil in the early two thousands, like I I, oh, I yeah. like it just because I was very appreciative of just having a Daredevil movie. But when you compare it to Daredevil Netflix, it's like a whole different world. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, yeah, so to, to, to see something, um, you know, based off a video game, uh, and, like, the only other thing that I can think of based on a video game that was good was, like, the original Mortal Kombat movie, but other than that, like, mm -hmm. 
Right. Everything else has been trash. Like there was a Street Fighter movie that sucked. Resident Evil, dude. Resident Evil across the board, trash. Like not good at all. Yeah. Silent Hill. What the hell did they do with that? Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, def- I forgot about Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, the last, Are you a Tomb Raider defender, the last Tomb Raider movie was, I thought was awesome. The, the ones with, um, uh, Angelina Jolie, terrible, but I forget the, yeah. the, the, the newer actress's name, but that one is actually really good because, um, uh, you know, with the, the, the whole reboot and the newer Tomb Raider game, I felt like they nailed it. That was, I, that was a good call. I, I totally forgot about that one. Oh, okay, where? Yeah, I've only seen the Angelina Jolie no. one. I'm like forever ago. Watch so the I'll new one. To, uh, yeah, I'm gonna check that out. You know what's on my list? Uh, speaking of, like uh, like of this like video game adaptations is I haven't like I didn't even know Uncharted came out. I, I thought it was still like coming oh, yeah. soon, but apparently it's out. And I gotta watch it. That has like Tom Holland, right? Yeah. Crazy. I also did not know that was that was out yet. Yeah. Um, Uncharted. Yeah. I'll need, I'll need to check that out too. You know what I've been meaning to watch is the uh, the Halo show. I'm sure it's going to be terrible, oh, but yeah. like, I think I need to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's really bad. Yeah, because I think if it was good, we'd be hearing about it like we do with The Last of Us. Totally, totally. And that came out like a while ago, so yeah. it's already been sw- like swept under the rug, you know? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, and they're working on um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, right? There's going to be a, a show. There's going to be a show. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I didn't know that. And then That's I'm pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they're working on a God of War show too, from or a movie. I think it's a show, not a movie. I have low expectations. <laughs> Video game adaptations just never work. And it's weird because it's it's like the video games are like even like the, the franchises that they're going after aren't like these uh you know uh like indie or unknown things these are like you know triple a studios like games that sold millions of copies like it's not yeah i don't think it's that hard i i just feel like they're just not getting the right people involved to head these projects yeah totally totally yeah because another one that i just thought of like remember uh, there's a doom movie like well, a couple years ago with like it was starring the the, the rock i'm pretty sure the the, the rock was the, the star- rock yeah hold on <laughs> I, I gotta look this up the doom movie that's so weird i yeah i did not hear about that yeah it, it came out in 2005 yeah it's starring the rock that sounds i honestly think i need to see that that sounds insane yeah it's it's wild, but I'm, I, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm hoping with the success of uh, The Last of Us, I, I hope, like, I, I hope it just starts this new wave because it's, it's like, like, for them to be able to hit the nail with this, it's like, like, why can't they do it with other games? Well, the story's already there; they just have to, you know, just do, yeah, right. just get some proper casting and maybe get somebody who actually cares about it, and not just like looking at it as like dollar signs. Yeah, that's fair. That's probably that probably has a lot to do with it. Like maybe people who didn't even play the game, you know what I mean, have no connection to the franchise. They're just like, oh, well, it sold, it sold copies, so mm-hmm. you know, people will watch it. Yeah, 
for sure that's crazy and um obviously i i see the zelda stuff behind you are, are you playing anything new on the switch these days i know there's like new pokemon Honestly, that just came out yeah i haven't like touched my switch in a minute i want to play a new pokemon um i'm trying to think what even the last thing i played on switch was probably oh, i don't even remember I mean, Kelly's been playing Paper Mario, so that that, that looks dope. Mm-hmm. I've never played a Paper Mario game. Like maybe I played like the, like the you know one on GameCube like years and years ago, but I feel like I've never like sat and actually played one. Yeah, me either. If I'm being honest. Anyway, yeah, I haven't I haven't really been playing my Switch much. Kind of, I got so sucked into Elden Ring when it came out. It was just like hundreds and hundreds of hours <laughs> that i i just i got burnt on video games for a second did you beat it i i literally got to the last boss mm-hmm. like to the second like so you know like have you played it mm-hmm. yeah i i, I beat yeah, it. yeah okay yeah yeah so i got to the the elden beast okay that's like the second part of the last boss mm-hmm. i haven't been able to beat it and i like I like went back to the you know the Ranala right the moon mm-hmm. and like the, lady you give her like the, the academy yeah and change your stats and shit. So I I did that and I changed my stats like three times to try to match with like three different weapons to try to just like I don't know cheese it somehow and I still can't do it. So I just like started a new character <laughs> and like doing like a moon veil build. Um, so I, I haven't beaten it, but I'm literally on the last fight. That's wild. Yeah. You know, I got to Melania and everybody was like, yeah, this boss is so hard. I'm like, fuck this bitch. She ain't going to be that hard. And she mm-hmm. whooped my ass to the point where I, yeah. I, I had to, I started a new game because I, I didn't, because um, I, <laughs> I like, I think I like sold like something or I, I, I did something where I, I needed like this one item and I was like, I can't do this without it. So I was like, I, it, I'm just better off just respecking uh, because I didn't want to even just try to grind anymore. So I uh, started a whole new character, got to Melania, whooped her ass, and then I mm. got to the final boss. And I was struggling the same thing. I, I could not even deal because it was like a struggle just to get through the first phase. And then when the, you know, I was like, oh, shit, there's a second phase. That's when I was like, all right, I can't fucking do this. So I went and respect and I, I like beat him with like this gravity spell. And that shit was annoying. Gnarly, gnarly. Um, what, uh, what was your like focus? Like what was your build like? Were you doing mostly kind of casting? Yeah, th- th- there's this one spell. I, f- I think it's called. Oh, now I have to look at it because it's gonna piss me off if I don't say say the proper spell. But with this one spell, you like uh, you literally just uh, uh, lock them and like hit stun, so you can cast it like three times. And it's like like with my stats, all I need to do is cast it three times, and they're dead. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and I, ha- I forget the name of the weapon I have too. It's like this like giant like. It's like a giant claw. It's like a black claw. This is going to piss me off. Yeah. It's not like a sword? No. I'll find the weapon too. Yeah, I want to say though, is it called Gravity Well? Is this the one? 
post no it's not gravity well oh my god this is gonna um elden ring but i um, you know based off watching like streamers and shit i i'm not that good at the game because i watch people beat it it's like level one not getting hit i'm just like what the hell oh dude i know i'm terrible i'm terrible at it uh, what the hell is this weapon called this is crazy can't find it hold on one second this is I'm checking to see mission call it the finger I think it's like a it's like a giant like talon that sounds familiar all right, one second. Let's see. Do I have it on my? Okay, I'm just gonna have to boot up the game real quick because this is gonna piss me off if I'm not able to tell you exactly what it is because it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's gonna eat at me. So give me like two seconds. I'm booting it up, but but yeah, it, it got to the point where. Um, I had to use this this spell because it was so annoying to try to uh, do it like up close. I was like, All right, let me just go back to my roots because I always like because even through like all like the, the other Souls games, I was like, yeah, let me just use a sword or like something crazy. Um, but I wanted to try something different. So like, yeah, these days even like and like um, it, like I, I play WoW. Like I, I went from being like. A DPS to now I'm just like full blown like healer like I don't want to mm -hmm. do anything but just be support because I, I I played support in Final Fantasy 14 and, and that was fun but I, I didn't make it through to the new expansion because when it came out like the like the time just to like even log into the game was like it was like 30 million hours and I'm like dude that doesn't make sense so like like it got so bad that like, it got so bad server, yeah it got so bad that they they literally pulled the expansion from being sold because it was just too crazy so i was like yeah so it's like maybe one day like i'll like hot back on hey, honestly i liked that game a lot i i, I didn't play too much like i got eh, a little bit into it but it was a lot of fun like mm -hmm. i, I because I, I never, like, I never got to play, like, WoW when I was a kid, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, my cousins always had it. Um, so I would, like, I would always, like, start characters when I was at their house. But then, like, I never had it at home. Um, so then, like, as an adult, like, starting to play Final Fantasy fourteen, I was, like, so sucked into it for a second. <laughs> it's, like, bad. So I, like, had to, <laughs> yeah. had to, like, but I, I the game is awesome. Okay, so I, I I booted up Elden Ring. Um, so the, the the weapon that I use it's called a uh, Falling Star Beast Jaw. It's like a whoa, yeah. So that's the weapon that I, I don't use. Know what that is. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to send you a picture of it, and then I have to find my skills because this is. Um, I, I haven't played this in a minute. Like I was like uh, doing achievements and stuff the other day. Um, but where the hell do I find my, my spells? 
is the spell that I use? Yeah, so the spell that I use is, yeah, it's called Gravity Well. So I mm. just I just spam okay. spam the Gravity Well and then it's just it's over for him because it, it <laughs> he literally just like lifts it in the air and then like this giant obviously like purple shit just comes down and it like it hits him but it it, it just puts him in this weird hit stun that they're just kind of like locked in place for a couple of seconds and then it gives you the opportunity to to recast it and as long as you have enough like uh, FP or whatever or MP uh, you can just cast it a couple of times and then they're dead it's crazy I'm sure I am I'm seriously surprised that they never patched it because it was like pretty fucking strong dang I might have to try that strat I just want to beat the game at this point like I don't even care about the build mm -hmm. like on that character like I just want to beat the game <laughs> I put in all the time yeah I get it that was the first Souls games I ever beat if I'm being honest because like Dark Souls, Demon Souls, uh, Sekiro, and even uh, Bloodborne. I just, I, I wasn't that de determined because I, I just was like, I suck at this game. But then eventually I just said, fuck it. I, like, this is going to be the one that I beat. Yeah, for real. That's my my first time playing a Souls game. Like, the only time before Elden Ring, I, I played, like, the tutorial, like, the beginning part of, like, Dark Souls 2 mm. and got so mad and frustrated that I was like, this isn't fun. Like I'm I'm not into it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I just rage quit right away. <laughs> but I do like it because it's like uh they make it challenging and, and fun, but also like once you learn learn the game, these things like obviously over time, like you, you'll see you're not as like nervous or scared to fight certain enemies yeah but uh, for, for somebody being and even for like even for me who i'm like i'm okay at the game I, I still get hit by like random shit where i'm like what the fuck like how did i die or like i'll fall off something on accident and it, it still finds a way to make you like or it still finds ways to make you frustrated even though you uh, are you know well versed in like those types of games yeah for real <laughs> then, all right the difficulty is like I like Elden Ring because it's challenging, but it's not like punishing, you know, mm -hmm. like some of it, like there are some moments that are punishing, but it's always easy to like, not easy, but it's always possible to like get there. You know what I mean? Like come back to it later. Yeah. It also makes me like, makes me think too, like, okay, like I can beat this. I just have to actually like use my skills. Cause it, sometimes I, I'll, I'll play shit and I'm like, it's like brain dead shit where I'm just like pushing buttons. I'm like, this is not even hard. Uh, but playing, yeah. playing stuff like Elden Ring where you actually have to have a skill and think, it's it's, it's fun. Yeah, agreed. Well, Eric, I appreciate your time today. I'm I'm happy that you're doing well. I'm, I'm happy that stateside is a thing. I, I'm very much looking forward to the show on Thursday. It's going to be awesome for anybody who has gotten this far. Roll out Thursday night at program. Show starts at 7 so get there early. Make sure to check out all the bands, the touring bands, and all the local bands. But before we go, is there anything else you would like to say? Uh, no. Thank you for having me. Um, stateside EP coming soon, 2023. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. Ooh.